The time is now. 20XX is live on Kickstarter. Go to 20XX.com and get equipped with a tee and or hoodie before November 24th. We're offering free shipping on all early bird orders to the USA, Canada, the UK, and Ireland. But you have to do it now. Go to 20XX.com before November 24th. You're listening to 20XX, a game-by-game podcast for the Mega Man series. This podcast is made possible by the Hot-Blooded Challenger Club. To learn more about the Hot-Blooded Challenger Club and how you can listen to this show three months in advance, visit hotbloodedchallenger.club. That's hotbloodedchallenger.club. Enjoy the show! at a socially acceptable and healthy distance. It's Kyle Von Kubik and Keith the Robo Duke. This is it. 20 double X Mega Man 11 11. It's a good number to end off on. Not 5 or 10, but a nice round number like 11. Uh yeah, that's why we took the month off. So it's it's fully a year now. Yeah, nothing was going we on took, during those weeks. We took a month weeks. or two off. Yeah. No, nothing at all. We just took the time off so this would sync up properly. With a full year of the Hot-Blooded Challenger Club. That's right. One year anniversary for the 20 X podcast. That's pretty exciting. We made it to the finish line. We did. Yeah, I'm really uh, surprised with uh, all my own shit that we made it this far. (laughs) Oh, no. Well, I think everyone's got a lot of shit going on since, I would say, probably March. March would be a good point where shit started for a lot of people. Yeah, I hate to uh, date the podcast, but you know. Yeah, this is uh, uh, August... Uh, 2020 when we're recording this if you're listening to this on the uh, free feed um, it's going to be a little more contemporary for those listening through our patreon feed hey go to patreon.com slash one rad t and you can subscribe and become a member of the hot blood challenger club and get our podcast early oh there's a great idea and oh boy are there a bunch of podcasts coming your way? I think I, I bit off more than I can chew in regard to podcast ideas, but I think we can get it done. Uh, despite being late on this show, I, I think we can get it done. We'll go into uh, more of fut- more about the future projects or the future of this project uh, at the tail yeah. end of the show. But right now... Yeah, you know what we could really use, though, Kyle? You know what I think we could use to maybe help out with all these delays? Yeah. Is maybe, like, some type of speed gear to maybe like slow everything else down oh, look at this guy moving. with the transitions over here you got tra- moving faster S- somebody equipped it transitions <laughs> i am always equipped with the transition if i see it i gotta i gotta take it but yes yeah Mega Man 11 i'm pretty excited to talk about this game because wow what a what a surprise and what shots fired from sure. capcom sure after Mighty Number no. Nine right. came out, yeah. Uh, what year did Mighty Number no. Nine come out? Do you remember? I think Mighty Number no. Nine was uh, twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. This was a year a later, year later yeah. in twenty eighteen. It was either a one or two year difference uh, between the games. Uh, real quick on Mighty Number no. Nine, yeah. as now uh, as of this recording, I have. Uh, played all of Mighty Number no. Nine. Sure. Be sure to follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Robo Duke. Uh, it came out in 2016, so I was one year off. Okay. On that. So two years so later. 2016. Yeah, two years later after the absolute disaster that was Mighty Number no. Nine, yeah. which after playing, really all the controversy really ruined that game. If that yeah. was any other game, it would have been totally mediocre. Totally acceptable. Would have got ranked somewhere in the 60s to 80s, depending on who played it. Right. Rather than being like an under 50% monstrosity uh, that everyone hates. But thanks to that game, 
we got Mega Man 11. Yeah, and it's... I really think that's true. It's hard not to look at Mega Man 11 and see it as a direct response to that Mighty Number no. 9 game. I do remember all the controversy around it, and I remember everyone bagging on it and nobody playing it. So it's very interesting. So many people were trashing it, yet so few people played it. Um, Keith, you've been playing a lot of Mega Man games on your Twitch channel. Mm-hmm. I did want to promote the Twitch channel a little bit. Um, we don't have like a, a stream for the podcast or even for the Hot Blood Challengers Club, but uh, if you if we were to have one or if you would want to watch that type of content, I, I do recommend checking out Robo Duke's channel. Uh, he's got a lot of Mega Man content going on. I don't know if it's going to continue, um, but a- at least for now on Mondays, you can see some live Mega Man action happening. Yeah, on Monsteropolis Mondays, usually starting between 10 a.m. and 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. What a mouthful. I'm of a daytime stream. Yes, yeah, which is, yeah, I'm for, which is I'm great. For the, uh, I'm for the older dudes who are hanging out at home at this time yeah, or, or maybe at work. Get, get in trouble at work. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Fall behind Get in work. trouble at work. Watch me play some Mega Man. And uh, totally off topic, Shenmue's Day, Hollow Wednesday. Yes. And Friday, thank Beezus. It's Friday, so check check it out. Jesus is just a, week, a grab bag. Maybe it'll be a Mega Man. Maybe it'll be something completely different. So yeah, a lot of fun over on that channel. I, yeah, I try to get on there as much as I can and just flood the chat with corny and stupid jokes. Anyway, Mega Man it's Eleven, two thousand eighteen. Yeah, this is our first sixteen by nine Mega Man. Uh, which is really this is the this, first time they've stretched uh, it as far as the mainline series is concerned. Right, right. That's all we're concerned with here on Twenty Double Right. Uh, so this is this is the last episode, guys. Sorry. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah. This is it. What could they possibly do with this character in this new aspect ratio? Uh, it's a two and a half D platformer. Uh, it makes good use of the. I guess what, what would you say? Uh, cell shading. It looks like a cartoon. It looks like yeah. a goddamn cartoon. When we were kids and we were playing video games, that was the the bar to meet, right? Is to be as good looking as the Saturday morning cartoons that we were watching at the time. Now, looking back, you look at those Saturday morning cartoons and, whew, oh my god, <laughs> it's that's not a very yeah, high bar. Well, uh- yeah, I think the uh, the interesting thing about this is the reason they went with this style and more cartoonish look is in the same year, in 2018, Mega Man Fully Charged premiered on Cartoon Network. Right. So there was also a cartoon, I'm guessing, tied into this uh, in one way or another, in design definitely, yeah. uh, with this game as well. So... Really, they were uh, doing their best to tie everything together in 2018, Capcom, ever since uh, Inafune. I was about to say Inaf King, and that made me uh, remember uh, since Inafune left, because uh, guess who didn't work on this game? Yeah, he had broken off. He'd he'd left Capcom and uh, was out trying to sell his own Saturday morning cartoon. I don't know if that ever happened, the Mighty No. 9 cartoon, but I do remember that was a part of the controversy where it was like, okay, the game got funded on Kickstarter. It already had been delayed, and there was already talks of them crowdfunding a cartoon for uh, Mighty No. 9, and that got everybody's uh, back up a lot in the games journalism arena. Yeah, I guess we're lucky that never came to be. Mm, But speaking of uh, Saturday morning cartoons and a cartoony look, uh, this is definitely the most story-heavy Mega Man we've played to date, I believe. Um, And it does have that Saturday morning feel. Keith, tell us a little bit of the plot for Mega Man 11. Well, uh, Mega Man 11, I think, as you said, it does uh, do a really good job of picking up where 10 left off, because... If you listen to our episode about 10, 10 has a really good story in it. And I think it's one of the first. This one goes even farther. Uh, So we uh, the game opens with a flashback to a young Dr. Wily and young Dr. Light, where we get to learn his name is Albert Wily. Right. Further tying in the Albert Einstein. Uh, And we find out Dr. Light's name is Santa Light. Uh, <laughs> I wish Claus I wish they were Light. just like his name's like yeah like Claus Light or Santa Light yeah. uh, would be really great but um, we see uh, an encounter uh, when they were young uh, doing research for robots where Dr. Wiley invented a double gear system that would uh, dramatically increase the ability of robots and make them uh, work harder and faster because Dr. Wiley believes robots are here to serve humans right. 
while Dr. Light's research was into uh, sentience, you know, the soul of robots, right. let's say. It gives these characters that were just sort of, you know, cardboard cutouts a little bit more depth. I'm, it, I'm not going to, you know, get hyperbolic about it. It's not an insane amount of character depth, but at least they have a background now. Yeah. Uh, I would say also uh, considering the the character depth. So we find out that this is all a dream. Mm-hmm. Dr. Wiley is having, remembering his past. Right. But it makes him remember that double gear system he, he invented back then. So he decides to go back to the drawing board uh, and he recreates it. And a normal day in Dr. Light's lab is happening where different robots are getting a checkup, yeah. basically. Because I guess Dr. Light is literally a robot doctor. So you go to him for checkups. And there's quite a lot of robots there that day. Yeah. Blockman, Torchman, Bounce Man, and... Dr. Wiley shows up with his double gear system even he can use and using the speed gear kidnaps all the robots for his own is going to have his revenge against Dr. Light. Right. Prove to the world that he Mega was Man right. And everyone. Yeah. That this is the way that these these uh, systems that push these robots to their absolute limit are much more important than giving robots a choice and then comes the mind-boggling part of the game for me (laughs) and what's that keith that dr light goes oh hey i have that double gear system too (laughs) yes it's not as refined though we find out it's i guess the older version yeah but we see in the opening that wiley smashes the double gear system so that means light took the remains and rebuilt it right like uh walt disney fished mickey mouse out of a trash can and Universal Studio and stole that idea. Right. Yeah. Right. Is that true? Uh, it's rumored that, yeah, that happened. That he saw a sketch of this mouse right. and was like, hmm. But honestly, you look at cartoons from the 30s. This is a sidebar. Okay. Hey, if if you came <laughs> this far with 11 episodes in, you're used to this shit. Uh, when he was working <laughs> at Universal on Oswald the Lucky Rabbit uh, in the 30s or 20s, I guess, all yeah, those 20s, characters look alike. Like that style, yeah. everything was, and some things you didn't even know. Is this thing a dog? Is it a person? The, you know, you're dealing with very simplistic black and white cartoons that were limited because how do you show animation and movement? You got to keep it simple back then. So, like, I don't know. Anybody could have drew, drew a mouse. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, it took yeah, a lot totally. more than, than him that than that one sketch for him to. Uh, be the success story that he was is what I'm getting at. Oh, yeah. He still had to make Steamboat Willie. Right. Just you know, like it, it, Dr. It, it, Light did. <laughs> yes. Dr. Light needs his own creations. But hey, if you like Saturday morning cartoons, stick around the Hot-Blooded Challenger Club for next oh, year. Oh, yeah. Anywho. Uh, yeah. So Dr. Light uh, gives Mega Man the double gear system, giving him the warning that, hey, this thing is experimental. Right. Got to be careful with right. it. And Mega Man goes out to take on, in classic fashion, Eight new robot masters to get to Dr. Wily. Still a good story. Mm-hmm. You know how you could have um, made the story better? What are you uh, think? Using Dr. Wily's technology in Mega Man immediately poses a big risk, which is Dr. Wily can enthrall Mega Man at some point, Ooh. and then Roll has to come and rescue him. Now, I can see why they, they didn't do this, because when watching you play Mighty Number no. 9, there is an element of that storyline taking place in that game, so maybe they wanted to shy mm-hmm. away from it. But I've seen a lot of Mega Man fans saying that they wish there was either uh, just a character swap or a full-fledged game where you played as Roll, because, again, Roll and Rockman are just you know, servants of Dr. Light. It's hard not to make Dr. Light sound like the bad guy. (laughs) Yeah, well, I think it's the sort of... They have um, sentience, but they mop the floor and do other things for me. Yeah, it's sort of like they're... Both of them. Dr. I don't know if you could say it as much about Dr. Wiley, but certainly Dr. Light, if we're going to question it, they're, they're doing... They're trying to do all the right things... For the wrong reasons. Sure. Yeah, they're both the bad guy. You know? <laughs> in the end. Yeah, in the end, they're kind of both the bad guy, you know? AI isn't to be tampered with, you know? Like, Dr. Light... We're at the year end, so yeah, let's go off on a mild tangent. Dr. Light created a housekeeping robot who, when seeing other robots get hurt, said, turn me into a killing machine. <laughs> yeah. Like, you gave this thing sentience, and its first big decision in life is outfit me with the weapons to take on this right. guy. Well, there's the, it's the uh, you know, paperclip theory, right? Like, if you were to give an AI 
the mission to make the perfect paperclip, eventually it would come to the realization that the best way or the most efficient way to create a per- perfect paperclip is to eliminate all those people who use paperclips. So like it, it would devolve into just death and destruction. There, there's like a, a theory about how dangerous AI is. And, and that's one of the examples. Yeah, or kill everyone who won't use the paper clips you're Whatever producing. it could be. It's like, at first it would be the shape and then it would be the alloy and then it'd be the efficiency of making it. And then it would be, well, the most efficient thing to do would be not to create it. So how do we not create these paper clips? We stop the demand for paper clips. Well, how do we stop the demand for paper clips? We kill humanity. <laughs> oh man, you know what? That's... See, that for me is like Mega Man 12, a third doctor shows up. Yeah, oh, no, bring back Cossack. literally like, yeah, bring back Cossack, yeah, bring back Cossack after all these years, and he he has denied all robots. He's like, robots are terrible, we need to destroy all robots, or this is going to continue forever. <laughs> all right, we're getting into you We know? Dreams games oh. territory now. We Dreams. So anyway, the, the, uh, the storyline is a little bit deeper than what we've had in the past. We see more character development than we have in the past. I appreciate it. There is some weirdness, obviously, but it's a goddamn Mega Man game. And like, you know, if you you want the story, it's there. And if you don't like the story or you don't think it's a good story, it doesn't matter because you're just playing Mega Man. Like, I never thought the game had ever been uh, predicated on storyline, ever. Uh, And I wasn't a big Mega Man fan when we went into this project. I just thought it'd be cool to do this project, to draw these characters, to play these games. And I've become a Mega Man fan because of the project. And looking back for me, in my opinion, what makes a Mega Man game is tight controls, good music, cool boss designs and battles, I guess. But that that's it. That's all it needs. And, and this one has all three. Yes. It has some of the stuff I like that started in Mega Man 7. Auto is still the comic relief of the game. You know, the reluctant robot right. through and through. Uh, but also, uh, this continues a lot of the things from 9 and 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, having a shop you can go to to buy more abilities, you know, to get the, uh, what is that? The energy, uh, the one that lets you pick up energy and puts it into whatever weapon needs it. Yeah, there's a a lot of uh, upgrades that you can buy with. There's a lot of upgrades. And what's interesting about these uh, upgrades too is they're kind of, like they have prerequisites, which I didn't realize. I thought it was just at certain points in the game, you're able to unlock them, but it has nothing to do with it. Like I thought, oh, after I beat this robot master, now I can get these new items. The items, some of the items have uh, prereqs where you have to die five times before it unlocks this item. And I believe that's the, um, oh. it's not the E-Tanks, but it's a health-related item. There's another item where you have to uh, burn out of your gear system so many times so you can buy the upgrade to upgrade the, the cooling system for the gear system in the game. So That's so cool because that takes like, like the more efficient player who can just go through the game without messing up too right. much doesn't need those things. Won't even get access them. Yeah, they don't even get access to right. them. But the person who struggles, they go, "Hey, how about this?" Exactly, and that. And I mean, if you go in yeah. easy mode in this game, they unlock a lot of the, the uh, quality of life unlockables. Like you know, you don't instantly die when you hit spikes, which is something you can unlock in normal mode, but it gives it to you right away in easy mode. And I think that's a good approach with an easy mode. You know, my son has just been getting into video games lately. And I remember back in the early 2000s where we saw a lot of this with, uh, particularly with Wii games. I know this was a big thing with the new Super Mario Brothers, where, you know, if you died so many times, they just put you in a bubble and you float through the stage. That game has its own issues and problems. But that mechanic at the time, everyone's like baby bonnet mode this is for babies this is you know uh this is lame this isn't cool you know back in my day x y and z yes games have come a long way since the 70s uh watching my son now play new yoshi's island it has a similar mechanic where if he dies so many times uh mario will come on the screen and give the yoshi some wings so he can float through the stage easier and if he continues to die now mario comes he gives you golden wings he puts you in a bubble and you're pretty much indestructible with the exception of there are still areas where you have to find out how to navigate them because it's a puzzle or because it's a boss battle what now looking back at that or looking at it now and looking back at how i felt about it i appreciate that it's there because for a five or six year old, the attention span and with all these different things that 
could be consuming their time with all the different screens, it's hard to hold their attention. For you and I, the Nintendo was this magical thing because there was nothing else like it around. There wasn't another option. It was, this is what we got. And so what we got was also the early stages of console gaming. You know, prior to that, you had Atari games. Having a game that had multiple worlds and levels and everything else was like, that was unheard of. So yes, some people played the first level of Super Mario Brothers for days until they could get past it because they were four. Nowadays, a four-year-old is going to look at that and be like, I don't want to play this. I'm going to play some other touch screen game. That's easier. Yeah, I'll, I'll just tap my screen and automatically win in this other so, thing. And like, that's more satisfying and drops dopamine yeah, in my brain. Right. But that's why this game's nice. It, te- it's, it's it can not- teach you. Right. That's what I, that's, that's yeah, the whole people, thing I'm getting at is like the easy mode yeah. and unlocking the uh, quality of life power-ups right away because somebody's just this is their first Mega Man game and that's how you have to think about it each time is like this is going to be somebody's first game of the series they have to learn the mechanics first (laughs) but you also need a game that's there for the people who have been playing since Mega Man 1 to 11 and I think this game does a good job parsing it out for those type of players oh yeah and I'm a and I'm a dedicated blue bomber fan so I had to play it on the the normal difficulty as it says something to yeah. that effect but it, I really like what you're saying there Kyle because what it comes down to is don't view it as like oh it's a baby mode it's ex- it's a se- excess ability right I'm sorry like you hold these things that are outside of yourself so precious to define yourself that you don't want anyone who doesn't fit your definition to be able to have access to it. But I frankly think it's way better if, you know, one of my best friend's sons can play the same game I love and also enjoy and learn it in his own way. Yeah, and then right. learn it. He sees the level. Now, maybe when he gets a few years older, he's going to go, this is too easy. I want to try to get through this the right, other way. and I'm seeing that now with Because we all use Game Genie as kids, but I still don't cheat at every game just because I use Game Genie to enjoy games. Yes, right, right. Uh, and sometimes you just did it just to see the game do something, like the moonwalking in Mario, for an example, yes. which everybody did oh, and everyone God. thought was cool. But just going back to the Yoshi's, the new Yoshi Island example, I, I saw him using those golden wings a lot. And then I started watching him play, and I think I sent you a video of this, where he's just playing the level on his own. And it's because, oh, yeah. I learned how to shoot the eggs. I learned how to navigate these monsters. I learned how to play so there you go. That's that's why it's there because the dirty little secret about video games is it's for children, and that's okay yeah, originally that you it was, still man. enjoy them as an adult. But games are still for children too. <laughs> and Star Wars were, was designed for twelve year olds. It was designed to sell toys to twelve year olds. <laughs> There's a lot, and really these aren't even secrets. These things are on Front Street. But like you said, some people are so wrapped up in their fandom they forget. You know, at one one time they were a kid and at one time they had to learn the game. So, I, again, I think this game uh, offers a lot for the new the newcomer, the uh, intermediate like myself, the expert player. And oh, boy, like the hardcore Mega Man fan, those challenges. Forget it. I'm not. That's a whole nother pool. I'm not ready to get in. Yeah. And this is apparently a pretty big game in the speedrun community right now. This it, 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 it's very uh, good. Are we going to expect that from you? Are going to see that some Monday? You're going to do a speedrun of this game? On no. Superhero, speed... superhero run? No, I think the record at this point is something like 40 minutes. Wow. For Mega Man wow. 11. Well, cause, because the cool thing about Mega Man 11 that. So we already have the double gear system. Yeah. We are seeing it introducing new things because I wanted to really gets caught up in the bullshit. That's what Mega Man 9 and Mega Man 10 mm-hmm. did. It got caught up in its own bullshit of being having to be retro style to be Mega Man, having to be difficult, taking away the slide. Guess what? Slide is still here in 11. It's back. Right. It's fine. Uh, it has the switching between powers on the bumpers right. like 10 did. And that other new thing I was trying to mention, I was going to mention at the beginning of this, the new thing it does is a lot of the powers are necessary for navigating the levels. Yes, this double gear system, I know it's divisive and I understand why it's divisive. Some people are, feel that this game is okay at best and it's because they didn't really like the double gear system. And I will admit when I first started playing the game. Uh, I wasn't really a fan of the Double Gear system because I wasn't... U- I'd forget to right, use it. Because I wasn't using it. And so then I was getting frustrated with the stages. Like, I don't understand how I'm supposed to navigate this. But it was like watching you on your stream the other day when you played Mega Man 2. 
and then you jumped into five and you were getting hung up in areas because you forgot, oh, I have slide. So just yeah. like how I have the charge right, shot now. Oh, shit. I forgot. Just like how Mega Man three kind of uh, rattled players by forcing them to use the slide so they would get used to that mechanic. And then it became. Oh, yeah. I remember Hardman playing it as a kid and not realizing I had a slide and being like, how do I get through right. this? And then having to like maybe look. I don't know if the instruction booklet wasn't with it because I rented mm-hmm. it. But somehow I eventually figured out I could slide and was like, oh, wow, that's new. I didn't know I could just do so that. I, I at yeah. first. Uh, found the double gear system to be awkward to use and then just playing it a little bit more and giving it a little bit more time I was appreciating that it was there and I I really appreciate the fact that it's something new because as you touched on 9 and 10 offered nothing new I liked 10 more than I liked 9 but at the end of the day it was the same old stuff with the exception of now you can play as base or proto man. Yeah, this yeah, this game has I mean, mentioning the story, the other thing I would say, great voice acting. Yes. Like this is the best voice acting you'll ever hear in a Mega Man. Mega Man game. sounds like Elijah Wood to me. I don't think that's a no, problem. No, no, it's not at all. It's it's certainly better than Mega Man. He does 9. have an Elijah Wood sound, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Mega Man uh, yeah. eight. Bass! Why or do Mega I Man have X4? to fight you, Bass? He says, "Yeah, or Bass. X4. His voice still sounds like that." Bass, oh, fishing. They, they, they couldn't give a plate of piss about the voice acting for the English version, huh? Yeah, no. And this one, everything's yes. great except Doctor Light, who somehow has lost his speech impediment. Yeah, we we like that. It's funny, <laughs> but they made the right choice by not dusting off the yeah, Elmer totally. Fudd voice for this game. Um, <laughs> okay, so we touched on the double gear system. I think we'll keep digging into it as we pl- uh, talk about the game. But yes, this is a 16... 16- right, but I was mentioning the powers. Oh, oh, let me just say this. I was saying before how the powers were important in this yes, game. Yes, and uh, I just want to touch on the, the aspect ratio again. So 16 by 9, Right. this is a widescreen Mega Man, and we've seen Mega Man struggle in the past with other games when it did console generation dr- jumps. So uh, we saw it with Mega Man 7 because of the Super Nintendo where we had a bigger, chunkier sprite, and the stages kind of felt tight because now we're dealing with bigger sprites. Uh, we dealt with this in Mega Man right. 9 where it's this new console generation. How much of this is 2D? How much of the, are we going to use polygonal graphics? Uh, again, we're going to use a big sprite. I think this game... Oh, you mean at 8. You I'm sorry, eight. 8. Yes, 8. Yeah, yeah, you meant 8. I knew what sorry. you meant. No, you, you're sure. correct. Don't need listeners being like, you meant 8, you said we're, 9. We're man. leaving all this shit in. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to get this show up. We're not cutting any of that out. Yes, I meant Mega Man 8. It's been a year, guys. It's been a year. Yeah, it's been a lot of Mega Man. So Mega Man 11 benefits, in my opinion, with having a new aspect ratio because now the sprite can be smaller. And for me, I feel that Mega Man as a sprite plays better. The kinetics feel better. However, this sprite is polygonal and has a ton of frames of animation. And I know when I originally saw this game come out, my concern was the concern I saw with Mighty Number no. Nine, which is like th- this sprite, or I always call it a sprite, but like this character is way too floppy on the screen. There's too many frames of animation. In my mind, the way I see Mega Man, how he should operate, honestly, is like a game and watch character with a few f- more frames of animation. I like the yeah, little snappy, so clicky saying, yeah. frames. Like he played, actually, I believe in the latest uh, Smash Brothers installment that is ha- kind of how Mega Man moves where he's kind of clicky he's not really? like yeah, Mr. And I Game think he and he looks Watch. a bit like this design right. no and he looks a little bit like this design he's, he's kind of closer to this uh, traditional but cartoon I like Mega Man design but I do agree yeah. with you because when I was playing Mega Man 2 on my Twitch stream and just that animation's perfect like it doesn't need anything else as you said he looks great that clicky clunkiness Makes him feel more robotic. Right. right. So uh, I think the game benefits from that. There are parts in the game where he does get hung up or stuck on things that kind of disrupts the flow of the game. Uh, particularly with some of the set pieces like in Block Man where you have to sort of blast through these different areas as a conveyor belt's going. And then there's you know a big hazard that's following up on you, which we've seen in other Mega Man games. But I found that sometimes he mm-hmm. would get hung up. Oh, and by the way, I'm playing this on Steam with an 8-bit-do controller, the Super Nintendo 8-bit-do controller. What is it called? An SN30 Pro. 
had no issues with the controls. Uh, controls were tight, felt good. Yeah, I'm on PS4, nothing for me. But either. I did find that sometimes the character did get hung up and it was a little bit of frustration. But otherwise, controlled perfectly with my setup. Yeah, and I think the ratios in this are really yeah, and the, the Not too big, not too small, everything fits yeah. on the screen. The like only thing said. I will say about that ratio is sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes the stages felt just a little bit empty for me. There wasn't like a lot going on thematically or they would just peppered in a lot of sprites and those little yellow guys who I guess take the place of the batteries. Although batteries are in this game, which are the, the cans with the eyes. There's yeah. just a lot of these. They have a lot of classic returning enemies I like in this. The pickle yeah. men yep. make a return in this game. Yep. Uh, Lots of mechs. Yeah, I, I just felt sometimes this day, again, these are just little nitpicky things. This is in my opinion, one of the better Mega Man games in the mainline series. And yes, Keith, let's talk about the powers. What are we getting in this game? That's always the thing is like, we're, we're defeating dudes and we're taking their powers. Yeah, and the nice thing about this is it introduces a, a new visual part to Mega Man obtaining his powers. Now, rather than just changing mm -hmm. colors, he gets an associated helmet and his gun will change shape yeah, as well. Yeah, they ate that right from really Mighty Number awesome 9. Vision. That was oh, a big totally, thing with Mighty yeah. Number 9. It's like, oh, his costume changes. Well, that happens in this, and it does it better. <laughs> yeah, all of the different uh, versions of Mega Man you can turn into look really cool. And as I said before, you need some of these powers to get through levels, especially Impact Man. Because yes. he gives you an air dash. Yes. It's a dashing forward attack as Mega Man's arm turns it into a jackhammer, and then you can dash in the air, which you don't need to get through a lot oh, of areas, you're, you're gonna but want makes it. areas a lot yeah, easier. Yeah, you're going to want that. You're yeah, going to want sure, it. Sure, sure. Yeah, which makes it easier. In classic Mega Man fashion, Blast Man gives you an explosive ability, which can blow up different yep. areas. Block Man's ability is super useful for clearing the screen mm -hmm. of enemies as blocks drop down, which when I was replaying this before recording, I was playing uh, Impact Man stage, which have street cones that shoot off the missiles. And if you have Block Man's oh, power yeah. and there's like two of those, you just clear the whole screen and then you can navigate through it but without his power it's so much more yeah the, the stages are past. well thought out and creative on how they use the different power-ups uh how about bounce man how about bounce man what about his stage all right what about his stage all right well, before we talk about bounce man uh, and some funny things that happened for uh, me again i'm jumping all over the place uh, my brain's everywhere, guys. I'm just like jumping all It's okay. All over. I do want to talk about the double gear system again because what's interesting on how you utilize the double gear system is, yes, there, there's a gear that makes you more powerful so your shot you know, does more damage and then there's a gear that can slow things down so you can handle uh, stages that have a lot of stuff coming at you quickly a little easier. Uh, one example I'll give is there's a robot kind of like a Sniper Joe-looking robot who's riding a, a, a uniwheel, I guess I, I would call it. He's in the center of this wheel, and he moves very quickly, and unless you slow him down, he's pretty difficult to kill because the only way you could shoot him is through this very narrow passage, a break with the wheel that's surrounding him. And the game introduces uh, this enemy early on to teach you this is how you use the speed gear. But when you have the boss power-ups and you use the power gear, you have a different shot. The example Keith gave with Blockman, yes, you can make blocks appear um, above you and drop them down, or they drop down. But when you use the power gear... Yeah. There's many more blocks that fall and will yeah. wipe out enemies on the screen. Again, depending on your situation, these things are incredibly useful. Yeah, and it's very similar to in Mega Man X, in that series, where if you power up the right. shots while using them, it will do a different style of attack. Yeah. So Capcom just remembering what they've done before and changing yeah, it up a little Yeah, you get a second bit. bite of the, the Robot Master's apple with this ability. You get, you get two different looks on these power-ups, which really appreciate that. Yes, it's very much like what you got in X, and in some ways it's imperative to do that to get through a stage like uh, Keith's favorite part of Mega Man X, which would be the uh, the tunnel that you have to climb up. There's nothing like that in this game, though, I would say. I No, this game, while... It's hard. I'd say it's hard. It probably I think it took me like six hours altogether on stream to finish it. It's really difficult, but 
because it doesn't have two different castles like Mega Man 4 and Mega Man 5, uh, because there's only two bosses and the uh, gauntlet again, as all, hey, surprise guys, uh, a gauntlet again, because there's so fewer levels, the levels are a little longer though. Too, yes. Which make them more different. Yeah, and they do at points get a little long in the tooth because of the things that I touched on, particularly Bounce Man's level. I'm so mm-hmm. sick of the spring guys. Uh, and the bouncing around. This is like a rehash of Clown Man stage from 8. I said it correctly this time. I'm Clown And it's a mix of that and then Spring Man, which we all know the difficulties I had with Spring Man and Mega Man 7. Well, and what about Plant Man? Oh boy, Plant Man too. Yeah, yikes. Yeah, I'm re- they're, they're all, all the springy, springy guys, but hey, at least Plant Man looks sassy. Yeah, especially my interpretation of him. Exactly. Uh, in Mega Man 11, Bounce Man stage is way too long, and for me, I found so much difficulty getting through it. And then, friend of the show, uh, JP, said, well, I don't know if it's the same for Steam, but you don't have to time your jumps. You just hold down jump to go higher. And I don't know why, yeah, in all, all my experimentation, I did not try to do that, but I immediately went back did that and I burned through the stage in record time and I I, was, I sent you a video and I was like I'm an ass yeah so I have yeah because you were playing it like Mario you're playing it like Mario yeah, I have Springs. a whole paragraph on why I hate bounce man stage that can go in the trash because in my second playthrough, oh. it really wasn't that bad at all. It just was a little long yeah yeah it is way I think some of the stages are a little long in the tooth which stinks but the cool thing about all the levels is all of them have a really cool mid boss. Yes. All of them have such, uh, we get, uh, there's the, the totem in, uh, impact man stage that mm-hmm. splits apart. You fight him twice a second time on a conveyor belt, really difficult at the start of the game. If you don't realize you need the power shot for a lot yeah. of these guys. Other ones worth uh, mentioning the frog balloon from bounce man <laughs> stage is really I cool. I like that one a lot. With- it's, it's very goofy. Uh, it reminds me of uh, something in the same vein as Pyrobot, uh, the little cl- yes, totally, yeah, the little clown robot. They love clown robots for some reason. I think it's Wily. Like if you really think about it, Wily is somewhat also a toy yeah. maker. He has that kind of vibe to him. You know, I was playing Mega Man Five and I remembered like, oh, here's that Giga robot that like he based on an anime. He liked. you know, Five is where we find out Wily's a right, Piaboo, right? Apparently, or the you know Met Dispenser. Like he just has this yeah, it's all toy fascination based. with creating deadly toys he's like toy maker from super yeah so the you know deadly things that look cute the frog balloon's a great one love the comparison to pierre roboto mm-hmm. my favorite mega man enemy uh there's the pickman digger which has the pickman uh piloting a yes. backhoe and then i think the one both of us were like this one's the coolest is the mecha mammo style which is the frozen mm-hmm. mammoth uh skeleton on like a jet platform which just looks so yeah you gotta see him to believe him if you haven't played the game uh and you need something to sell you on it just watch some of these these boss battles or these mid boss battles look up some of the pictures of the bosses and how the mid bosses look like everything in the design i'll say for me design sound control yeah that's it design sound and control does it look good does it play good does the music this game plays well we've been a long way from the just jump and shoot mechanic of the mid bosses i think the mid bosses honestly in every iteration of Mega Man have always been a little more challenging when they showed up but the boss battles haven't always been I think it was four when we started to see the bosses do different behaviors than just I shoot and jump I shoot and jump you saw a little more creativity Mm -hmm. this is definitely the culmination of all the things learned from the previous games where all these min- yeah. mini bosses play differently. All these bosses play differently. And because these bosses, are, again, are equipped with this double gear system, they get to play with time and they get to play with strength. And some of them have two forms. These are all welcomed additions to the, the series. And I hope we don't have to wait another eight years for the next installment I with, with these, uh, you know, with these improvements. I like yeah. I like an evolutionary track for my Mega Man game, even if I have to learn something new like this power gear system i wouldn't care if 12 even like carried forward some of these i because once again Mega Man does reiterate upon itself i don't need big changes every game but if you're gonna wait this long i'm gonna need some big changes Uh, or maybe not the longer oh no because the longer it went nine and ten nothing new not interested been playing the old ones for years for fun why do i want these new ones 
So yeah, you're gonna have to give me something else, or I'm just gonna go play Mega Man 11 again, so I can fight a giant Rastafarian like electrical yes. conductor, or whatever the hell he yeah. is, you know, like or fight Acid Man who you know swims around in. Oh God, I lo- I think that's my favorite look for Mega Man too, is the Acid. Man well, uh, you'll, uh, I'm happy He's to like, report, uh, Keith, oh. that Acid Man won our poll for the the Ooh. next and final robot master that will appear on the 20 double x t-shirt design and possibly a hoodie design too Ooh, uh, i want both uh acid man's a great choice he's got a really cool design i was kind of hoping for honestly maybe i don't know if anyone voted for bounce man or tundra man those were the the other yeah two i think I really uh, like one person one person voted for bounce man probably just to break my balls uh knowing that i it was yeah, probably knowing that i probably didn't like it it was probably me i'm trying to think i'm like i def- did i vote on that i'm like it's been a year guys so there's part of me that i'm like did i vote on that i don't remember but if i did i probably voted for bounce man so that was probably they all me. Look great they they do have shades of previous you know robot masters like fuse man kind of looks like centaur man a little bit but that's okay because they all exist in the same universe so you're going to see things yeah, that are similar. Man looks, yeah, Blast Man's probably the most generic looking out of all of them. Uh, still with a cool design, but I think his strength lies in his level. That feels like Buzz Lightyear's ride at Disney. <laughs> yeah. Like you're going through a theme park ride based around Blast Man, who must have just been a part of this ride, who's now been right. corrupted. You know, this fun little ride where you can shoot at like cardboard cutouts But or Acid Man, I'll agree, uh, as far as a boss battle is concerned, is awesome because he jumps in and out of the water. Yeah, he reminds me a lot of uh, Wheel Gator from Mega Man X2. Sure, who, again, a game you've played recently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm glad I played a lot of those because it's, as we, as we said about Mega Man uh, 8, like Mega Man 7 was supposed to be like the next generation game. Eh, 8 did it way better. This is doing the best job it can by bringing everything together. And speaking of sub-bosses, mm. motherfucking Yellow Devil. Why Always did he have to come the back? Yellow Devil. Yes, he does return. Oh, so we've touched on some things uh, as far as we talked about a makes, lot of things. We're what makes a, a, a great Mega Man game, in our opinion, and it seems we agree on the, th- the same things. Um, character design, controls, uh, gameplay. What I will say is where this game falters the most is in its sound design. I didn't find the soundtrack to be all that inspired. Blast Man, oddly enough, did have my favorite track in this game, and it was because of those subtle touches from the 8-bit era. You can hear it there. It's got that ADM flair like every track in this game does, but it also has those little notes that remind you of Mega Man's history. For me, the rest of the tracks in this game really don't. They just kind of fall into that ADM category. They're not bad, but playing the game, I felt like everything was underwater, and I don't know if it was just because my settings are off. I don't know if it sounded better on the PlayStation 4, but as far as the Steam version of this game, I had to like turn down the uh, sound effects quite considerably to hear the soundtrack well. Yeah, it's not super loud. Uh, I'd say my favorite theme out of it is the Tundra Man. it also hits on some yeah. of those uh old notes it's very fast it's very energetic right. it has that that good Mega Man energy to it but 
I don't think this falters as bad as seven, but I don't know if it's our nostalgia though. There's a part of me that goes like, is it just because Mega Man is so 8-bit sound to us that that's the only thing that will ever sound like Mega Man to us? It could be. It could be. And we played these games chronologically where a lot of people, you know, experienced them as they actually came out, not playing month by month. They were born and what's the first Mega Man game you played? You know, that... That is something we've come across speaking with a lot of friends and other uh, fans of the podcast that it really depends where you started. Sure, sure. For me, though, this didn't hit the notes that I'd like to see in this celebration. Again, that is the one part of this game that didn't get enough attention was the music or even the sound engineering or, or mastering. The the levels should have been perfect out of the gate. I shouldn't go into the menu and have to change things to hear the soundtrack. And then when I'm hearing the soundtrack, I'm not really all that impressed with it. And even the sound effects in the game, there's a lot of like talky talky, which I know we always make fun of uh, or, or touch on the Aladdin game where, whoa, whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, you hear a lot of that in this game, too. And I think th- it muddles the sound all together like it's blasts and then Mega Man uh, making noises like that and then something else just I'm on my y- last yeah, legs chirping like at you he I, says. I don't know for me it's just the the sound design could have been better I wish it was a nitpicky thing doesn't hurt the game no no I I think uh the only other thing that mildly hurts the game is Wily's kind of the oh, same yeah. thing yeah. as always. He's not really doing anything different with his new, uh, what do they call it? His, uh, is that what the, Wily, Wily machine? Yes. Right. It's Wily machine 11 this time, uh, after you fight yellow devil, Mark three, which is crazy to think yellow devil came. What was, what was his first game? Mega man three. Was that the yellow first yellow was, devil? Oh, was he not in two? Oh, He's so not it, in it two. was, we played two was, the other day. No, it was one. Then. Oh, That's one the, has yellow devil. Mega Man one, yeah, one is where you can do the pause trick. Oh, right. right. With the electricity. You can't yeah, do yeah, that yeah, yeah, in yeah. Mega Man three when he returns. I know. I think I'm going to have to go back and play three on a Monsteropolis yeah. Monday because, yeah, we're going to we're going to review this list after we've uh, completed it. But 11. What a great surprise. Yeah, it, it really is a, a good uh, Mega Man game. It's one of my top tier Mega Man games. I was very surprised with it, especially because, you know, I had to thump down money for uh nine and boy did i want that money back after i played that game yeah nine was just went completely backwards got rid of the slide 10 kind of brought it back but still it's an 8-bit game and like that i think is the craziest thing to think about we went from an 8-bit game to a modern generation style yeah i remember uh years ago when the games came out the joke was okay so is the next Mega Man game you know, when after nine came out, is the next Mega Man game going to be a 16 bit game? Uh, and we honestly, we had no idea. We didn't know. We didn't know that Mega Man was going to be put on a shelf for so many years either. And I do wonder if it wasn't for yeah, Inafune, been great if it like he didn't drop the ball. But if it wasn't for Inafune's hubris. Yep. I think it was a bit of that. I think it was a little bit of hubris and a little bit of just thinking, you know, right. it all. Man. And I don't think, you know, you know I don't know the man. I think he just loves the character and he wanted to make a spiritual successor for the fans and it just didn't deliver what the fans expected in a lot of ways. I don't think he could have ever achieved what the fans want to expect, uh, wanted to see in a Mega Man game. I don't think this game hits all yeah. the notes for every Mega Man fan out there and I, I can understand why some would see this as you know, a mediocre game. But like I said, if you're a hardcore Mega Man fan and you want that challenge... This game, there's no shortness to the challenges it presents. Forget about difficulty. The challenge modes, there's like hundreds of these challenges, and they are extremely yep. difficult. So if you're that type of gamer... Yeah, and you can play the base game at a right, higher difficulty, it's, That stuff too, is yeah. there for you. But I think uh, we have to thank Mighty Number no. 9 because it gave us this title, and it also lowered expectations, I think, for everybody. From for what they wanted a out of bit. a Mega Man game. Yeah, and you know what? I was when I was uh before we were recording, uh, I was thinking about in my head. I was like, okay, in, my, in Mega Man Eleven, okay, so that's one where like if you beat this guy before that level, he shows up. And I'm like, no, wait, yes. that's Mighty Number no. Nine. Yes. And that's the thing. Like Mega Man Eleven doesn't recognize the Mega Man X mechanic of beat this boss first, change this other right. boss's level, which Mega Man X does in multiple iterations. But Mighty Number no. Nine mm-hmm. did that, and that's one of the things I like about Mighty. Like I was thinking about the end of that game where, uh, you know, all of the different guys you've now like cleared their heads and brought them back to the good side, or like 
helping you get through the final yeah. level. Guys, if you didn't give Mighty Number no. 9 a chance and you have PS Plus subscription and you got it for free and you're like, go play it. It's not bad. It's actually really easy. Go play that, but play Mega Man 11 also and 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 see why Mega Man 11 came out. I think it could have been better like you said, Kyle, but this is this is the best I oh, think. Oh yeah, we can without get a doubt. Right um now. so with that said, I think we need to speak about our ranking for Mega Man 11 oh, man. in our greatest Mega Man games of all time that we played for this project ranking list. So Keith, yeah, let's just because this is the final quote unquote episode for uh, 20 X, let's go down the list. At one is Mega Man 2. At two is Mega Man 3. At three is Mega Man 5. At four, Mega Man 8. At five, Mega Man 1. At 6, Mega Man 7. At 7, Mega Man 6. At 8, Mega Man 10. At 9, Mega Man 4. And in our final spot, in 10th place as of right now, Mega Man 9. So Keith, with that said, where would you rank Mega Man 11? This one's really hard. There's a part of me that wants to put it in 5 and push down Mega Man 1 a spot because I think 8's mm-hmm. really good and I think 11 is is very similar to 8. Voice acting, total change mm-hmm. in style, embracing the cartooniness, but but we keep pushing one so much further down the list, it kind of yeah, annoys me. Yeah, I reached me. out to you off air about maybe even changing up the ranking system to like that S, yeah, I want to that play S, more. A, B, C, D, F uh, system that you see a lot of people rank stuff where we give things S tier so like two games can occupy those tiers. Oh, that's yeah. what you meant. I thought you were saying like school rankings. So you would say it's like our S tier Mega Man games are Mega Man 2 and Mega right. Man 3. but we have decided not to do that and that's because Mega Man games fun. outside of the mainline series are about to raid <laughs> this rank system and it's going to be a lot of a lot oh, of fun been- to have, you know, offshoots, uh, spinoffs and everything else be mixed in with these. So we will keep it as a numeric from one to whatever system, one being the best and whatever being the absolute worst. So I think you need to. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. want to say, too, as the sole proprietors and experts on <laughs> Mega Man and in ranking these games, I want to say that we should also reserve the right of points to move things around if we really feel like it. If we're like, this one's, act, you know what I mean? Like, I feel it's weird about Mega Man because they're all the same place. Playing one can make you feel different about another. Oh, yeah, I I agree with that. It's really weird. I think what we need to do to accurately keep this ranking system going as this 20 X podcast continues to go, do you want to play it? And when you play it, do you feel it is better or worse than the game that it either is underneath or pushing beneath itself? That makes sense? Okay. So, and, and so I'm okay yeah, yeah, with yeah, one, I, even I, though yeah, yeah. Mega Man 1 is the roots and the base and the foundation of all Mega Man games ever. Are you going to well, yeah, go back to that game? One? Probably not. Am I going to go back to Mega Man 5? Mm. Yeah, I, I already have gone back to Mega Man 5. You've already gone back to Mega Man 5. Mega Man 5 is in the number three spot. At four is Mega Man 8. Are you saying that you would push Mega Man 8 down one and uh, uh, have Mega Man 11 in our four spot? Or would you rather go back to Mega Man 11 over five? That's the type of thing I think we need to think about moving forward. Yeah, I, I like one, two, and three. I think those are the ones that, if I'm going to play any Mega Man game yeah. just for fun, like just to kick around for a bit, it's going to be two, three, sure. or five. So I definitely don't think 11 goes above two, three, or five. I think that's a really good one, two, and three. Yeah, I, I agree with that, with the exception I've, Four, I would probably oh, swap... Mega Man 3 from Mega Man 2. I know you're a big fan of Mega Man 2, but through... we could. Hey, hey, I'm going to go back and play 3 pretty yeah. soon on Twitch. Maybe I'll feel the same way. The and we'll reason I them. say this is because through our time doing this project, all 11 episodes, one thing kept coming up over and over again, and that was the slide. How great the slide was. That. Why is the slide yeah. missing from 9? Where is my slide? The slide helps you get through this enemy. And 3 introduced that slide, and I know that 3 gave you the Mega Man 2 bosses again. I think that's a great thing at the back end of 3. Yeah, 3 felt like the end of a trilogy. Where 2 is a great game. I had a lot of fun. There is no slide, and it has that... It's not a boss battle. It's this stupid escape room. It's not. It's and it had no business that... being in that game. And I think, it, honestly, like, if you don't know how to do that room, it grinds the whole flow of that game to a halt. I don't think 3 suffers from that. 
Oh yeah, you literally go all the way. You go way far right. back in that level, and then have to get all the way back to that boss. Um, I do admit that I will go back to three, but does three not have Toad? No, Man? four has Toad Man. Okay, cool. Because three, because that is always like a sticking point. Because it's like, yeah, four has Toad Man, and that was stupid. If you didn't know how to beat him, you weren't gonna beat <laughs> yes. him. So that's why four is all the way down yeah. there at number nine. Uh, yeah, I need to go back to three soon. And I think we can come back to this, but I think based on our discussions and even between us, three could definitely be it. it they're so sure. interchangeable, but I think the slide has become very important over the years and three might have to be at number and one rush. over two. We love Rush. Because the slide has become, yeah, and two only has the items. It doesn't have Rush. And while I like the, okay, Kyle, I think I've seen the light. How about we switch these real quick before. Okay. So we're mind. putting Mega Man three. And I know this is a heated debate with a lot of people. We're putting Mega yeah. Man 3 at number one. We're putting Mega Man 2 at number two. And like I said, if we had that like S to F tier ranking system, three and two would be an They yeah. would both yeah. be S rank. They'd share a spot. That's why I say like they're so interchangeable. But I like the idea based on reflection, which this is our year episode. So we're kind of reflecting back. And the slide being taken away in nine, being making it go all the way to the bottom. Oh man, of the nine list. is I would say one point five. <laughs> I would even put it at a two point five. It's a one point five game where it's like we took the ideas of Mega Man yeah. one and didn't do much else. What even were the robot? Oh, but it has Sheep Man though, doesn't it? No, Splash it has Splash Girl. Girl yeah, I think Splash Girl. There's the one good part of nine is the Robot Masters aren't bad and it has Splash Girl, which is right. a cool design. But so would we play Mega Man eleven before we play? Mega Man 5. We said no. No, I think I'd go back to Mega Man 5 before I go back to Mega Man 11. I would actually... And I, I would probably have. go back to 5 and 11 more than I would go back to 3 and 2, but I just think 3 and 2 are, are these perfect encapsulations of what Mega Man is. Yeah, we'd be stupid right. not to put them at the top. It, it would just be like, we would be the most... Contra yes. Coming from a contrarian, yeah. as being a bit of a contrarian myself, uh, we'd be yeah. the worst kind of contrarians if we did not. We would be the, the biggest place. contrarians if we put like Mega Man 4 up there. No, you guys don't understand how good Mega Man 4 is. <laughs> At least the people we know who love Mega Man 4 admit it's their favorite because sure. they played it. And I, I will. I will go on record if this is a ranking system based solely on the music of Mega Man. Mega Man 4 has the best soundtrack, in my opinion. Keep coming back to that, too. So, 5 before 11. Will we play Mega Man 8 before That's we play That's tough Mega Man because 11? I see a lot of similarities between these two games, but I think 11 is more polished than 8. I, I think so, too. 8 is yes. easier yes. than 11, I would say. If you know the power orders, you can breeze mm -hmm. through Mega Man 8 yeah. pretty quickly. Uh, the voice acting is better in 11 yeah. then 8 though it makes me reminisce for the and goofiness the, the, um, of 8 the new power up that they give you at the front end of Mega Man 8 the soccer ball is not used at all with the exception of like that opening sequence like you can use it and yeah except yeah. the hermit crab boss that you can knock uh, so, his lid off with it That's so the they brought in something really new but then didn't really do anything with it whereas like the gear system is very much a part of the gameplay of Mega Man 11. Like, you got you got to use it. You got to be comfortable with it to enjoy the game. And Yeah, and the other thing we didn't mention, too, is having a, a separate button that without switching powers, you can summon Rush oh, yeah. Coil. Like yeah, that's very that. handy. Yeah, qu quality of life uh, things like that, very welcomed. People Mega Man 5, we're leaving it at th uh, number 3, huh? It sounds like we're going to bump down Mega Man 8 to our number 5 spot and put Mega Man... Uh, 11 in our top five at the number four spot. Yeah, I think I think it's right. a good spot. I agree with yeah. it. I think that's perfect. I do too. I think Mega Man 11 is a great game and I think very important thing to us is giving us something new. Yeah, yeah. Give us a development of Mega Man. Like, we like playing those old things, but we have sure, those old sure. things. We can Give play me new those toys old to play things. with. Give me something. Yeah, we need new toys to play with. It's why... Uh, I'm really excited to be further exploring the Mega Man right. Zero games going forward, exploring the rest of the Mega Man X games. Like, gosh forbid we go past Mega Man X4, but at some point, I think we're going to have to. Oh, dude, I can't wait because, like, some of those X games are going to knock some of these things way further down oh, the sure. list. Because the early X series is really, really good, except for certain points in the game. I think Mega but, Man X um, will be the, the next 
20 double X episode we do though, because I played through it. You played through it recently. And I, th- I think it makes the most sense. Yeah. And I think but that's then we're going to play some stupid ones. Yeah, totally. <laughs> we, we can at least talk for 30 minutes about Mega Man. Oh, sure. Soccer. Sure. Okay. So, uh, since we are talking about that and what we are going to do moving forward with, uh, the 20 double X, uh, podcast, let's make sure we are good with the rest of this ranking system. Now we don't want to shift anything around. So we have, Mega Man 3 at first, Mega Man 2 at second, Mega Man 5 at third, Mega Man 11 at fourth, Mega Man 8 at fifth, Mega Man 1 at sixth, and Mega Man 7 and seventh. I said to you recently with Mega Man 7, while I do not like the soundtrack at all in the game, it did try to do some things. It's not really that bad of a game. No, definitely not. I found it enjoyable. It's where we got, you know, Otto being a goofball right at the beginning of the game. Not the worst story in the series, though it is. Eleven kind of retreads the ground of eight of Wily, like, taking away robots. Um, What do you do? Are you trying to make a switch here? I'm thinking uh, we should switch Mega Man 1 with Mega Man 7. Bring Mega Man 7 up to the sixth place spot and bring Mega Man the original down to the seventh place spot. New stuff is important to us. And as we said, one is more of like a right. 0.5. Mega Man 1 would be like Mother on the NES, whereas Mega Man 2 is right. Earthbound. I think, we can, I think one can go a little bit further down too. I okay, so then after that. that, we have the eighth place spot with Mega Man 6, the ninth, ninth place spot with Mega Man 10, the 10th place spot with Mega Man 4, and the 11th, 11th place spot for Mega Man 9. I think I'm I think comfortable that's good. With I like that. the bottom yeah. list. I am, because 6 and 10 are too much retreading of old yeah. ground, but they're not bad. I kind of would maybe play Mega Man 1 again before those as yeah, a refresher. Yeah, I wonder if with on using Mega Man, our uh, metric of adding something new, if we don't switch Mega Man 10 with Mega Man 4, because at least Mega Man 4 tried to give us a power shot, even though it sucked. Yeah, and 4 has good robot mm-hmm. masters. Mm-hmm. 10's... Tens are better than nines. Nines are hard. Nines designs. Like, the faces look good, and then you see their bodies, and yeah, they're so bland yeah. and, like, shapeless. Like, Hornet <laughs> Man is literally just, like, four pentagons yeah. or something. Like, it's just... All right, ugh. you know what? We'll leave the back four alone till the next time yeah, we yeah, have we'll to leave them rank. alone for now. But there you have it. There is the greatest Mega Man games of all time that we've played so far for the 20 double X podcast series. Yeah. I like that. We have to add the, that we've played for this show. Cause we certainly have played other Mega Man oh, games yes. for fun, but yeah, we don't have fun with this show. show. To be <laughs> but anyway, let's talk about the hot player challenger club, the project, what, what I'm doing, where these podcasts are going, what other podcasts are on the horizon, that type of thing. So for the 20 double X design, uh, these are the robot masters that were elected by the members of the hot blooded challenger club. Uh, we have cut man, metal man, snake man, skull man, napalm man, plant man, Turbo Man, Search Man, Splash Woman, Sheep Man, and Acid Man. Uh, for the time being, this podcast is going to be on hiatus. All podcasts for the Hot Blooded Challenger Club are going to be on hiatus until these three things happen. Uh, the design is finalized, which if you're a member of the Hot Blooded Challenger Club, you see that things are happening with the design and, and sketches are being inked in and then they're going to be scanned and vectorized and then uh, put together in uh, pre-production. Uh, digitally. Then a Kickstarter is going to happen. Hey, wait, I'm a part of the Hot-Blooded Challenger Club and I'm at a tier where I get a t-shirt. Do I still get a t-shirt? Yes, you will still get a t-shirt. However, on that Kickstarter, there's also going to be the option to get a zip-up hoodie. A lot of people said they'd like a zip-up hoodie, so you can have that option too. And as a member of the Hot-Blooded Challenger Club, you're going to get to be a part of that campaign earlier than everybody else. So if there might be some special variants that will only be available on that Kickstarter or to those club members, you'll be able to get those first. Also after that, there's gonna be the publishing of Read Only Magazine, which is a zine made possible by the Hot-Blooded Challenger Club. I'd like to make it quarterly. It might only be a one-shot deal, but this zine's gonna be published. The zine is gonna advertise the Kickstarter. The Kickstarter is gonna fund the t-shirt and hoodie to be produced at a larger quantity in the event that the Kickstarter fails. Every Hot-Blooded Challenger Club member who was promised a shirt will get a shirt because it's already been funded in that capacity. But I would like to make more shirts and hoodies so that way they can be sold on One Rad Tea, which is the whole premise of the Hot-Blooded Challenger Club is you're a part of this elite club that's connected to One Rad Tea that makes limited edition short-run art apparel uh, that I create. 
Let's talk about the different podcasts coming your way for the Hot-Blooded Challenger Club. I like podcasting. I like talking with Keith. And uh, some other voices might be put into the mix soon. And we're going to be talking about the new projects that are coming up on the horizon. Saturday Morning Crunch. It's going to be me and Keith talking about vintage Saturday morning cartoons. That project is also going to be the next Hot-Blooded Challenger Club art apparel project for 2020 and 2021, if we survive. Uh, and it's going to be based on vintage Saturday morning cartoons. Keith and I are going to watch a cartoon. You're going to be able to watch along. We'll review it and you'll listen and we'll see if uh, our opinions align up with yours and each other's. There's also going to be another podcast yeah. that's coming your way for 2020, 2021, which is going to be called Twisty Rockets. Twisty Rockets is going to be me and Keith and our old pal, Chris Nicobun, talking about kart racers, kart combat games, uh, games that involve wheels and driving around and doing stuff. It's pretty loose. It's pretty fast. And it's going to be a lot of fun. And that art project, again, if we survive, will uh, come to fruition in the 20. A twenty-one, twenty-two cycle. I know. Can you believe we're going this far in advance? I just want people to be excited. Plus, there's no reason to wait. If we can get you content now, why are we going to hold it on the back burner? And then the other podcast uh, that has been threatened is Gotta Go Cast, a Sonic the Hedgehog podcast. We don't know if it's going to be a part of an art apparel project. It might be, but it's going to be us talking about Sonic and it. It can only get dark. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, man. We can get into some, like, Sonic.exe. Oh We're going to share go our slash fiction with hole. each other. Oh, man. We can play Smash Brothers and do Mega Man versus Sonic. Uh, I really am excited because we can play Mega Man yes. Battle and Chase right. for both Twisty Rockets yes. and 20 X and put it on our list as well. It'll be a, I think that'll be a little joint episode. Mega, it'll be 20 X slash right. Twisty Rockets. Mega Man Battle and Chase. I think that'll be... Oh so man, as there so is excited. a podcast hiatus, we are Oof. going to record podcasts and put them in the can. That way we can release on a more regular schedule. I mean, we had a little misstep yeah. with this show, but we pretty much got it out just about every month. And everybody had a little yeah. misstep this year. But I, so I think... I think, I think with everything going on and uh, what the future holds for all of us, I think more content that we can enjoy only benefits us all. So that is the plan moving mm -hmm. forward. So I, I hope that you'll keep uh, keep tuned in and keep a part of the club and, and see what's going on. Just expect more updates in regard to the art project, the zine project, and the Kickstarter, as well as these new podcasts as they happen. And I just want to thank everybody for their support for listening and you know if you're listening to this on the free feed and that's all you can do that's fine too i appreciate you listening enjoying the product that we put out and uh, i hope that you'll check out oneradt.com and i hope that you might be able to take part in any crowdfunding campaigns for the art apparel that will be associated with these shows uh keith it's been a full year and i want to thank you for all your help it in has. getting this done. Uh, I think it's only brought us closer you, together and it's brought us closer together uh, with Mega Man as well. Yeah. Yeah. And just, uh, and if you'd like to ever interact with me and Kyle live. Yes. I know we mentioned it. Follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Robo Duke. Kyle's my mod. I'll be there chatting. You can interact with us and tell us you like our rankings. Right. You hate them. Discuss you the can just come up with dumb puns. Of, uh, you can do video puns games. in the chat about oh, whatever yeah. Keith's playing. Puns are a big thing in the chat. Yeah, big puns in the chat. Big <laughs> puns in the chat. Anyway, I don't want to be playing. You can hear no Keith more. sing There's on his song. stream. He does that sometimes. Yeah, I definitely do like a lot that. of singing. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And you can hear about uh, Kyle's yes. uncle who works at Nintendo. A lot of hot, uh, hot yeah. news. He'll on answer there your too, questions. So. Check that out because it's all it's all a part of the Hot Blooded Challenger Club right. universe. Uh, so for Keith the Robo Duke, I'm Kyle Von Kubik. Thank you so much for listening and. We will talk at you again very soon. Get equipped! Mega power, my mega body, my mega sensors, and all mega mega diversions. Mega stronger than the mega warp have enough mega power to mega move it. A mega monstrous castle. Oh, I'll show this mega lizard how kind of mega magic. Wow, that was mega fun. Only one mega problem. Or I'll mega blast you. Having such a mega marvelous 